Welcome to the Mothers You Know podcast. Thank you for being here. This is a place where we as women remember the spirit God gave us. We know how much we matter and we believe all things are possible to them that believe on this Savior Jesus Christ. Here at Mothers Who Know, we support the parents of young men in the Sons of Helaman and young women in the Daughters of Light programs at Life Changing Services. These programs provide therapeutic and mentoring services for youth struggling with depression, anxiety, self-harm, pornography, and any other unwanted or difficult behaviors. We offer parent support, training, and resources for mothers and fathers seeking the best way to support their loved one. Any mother is welcome to join in the Mothers Who Know classes support and training. You do not need to have a child in life-changing services to join in. We hope you'll join us. I am Karen Broadhead. I serve as the director of Mothers You Know, and I serve as the parent support specialist at life-changing services. I invite you to join with me and other mothers from across the country in our Warrior Mothers Who Know online support and training group held every Tuesday at 10.30 a.m. Mountain Time. If you have a child struggling with pornography, depression, anxiety, or other difficult behaviors, you will find a safe and uplifting place to learn from other moms and learn principles and strategies to best support your loved one. Please go to motherswhoknow.org to find the online meeting details. We talk about difficult things here with the intent to shine light in dark corners and to eliminate isolation and shame. We are mothers with warrior hearts who are raising the warriors of this generation. We know we must learn to fight well for ourselves first. Then we can confidently support and cheer on our loved ones in the best ways. Good morning and welcome. Welcome to our Stay by the Tree messages of hope from moms. We are so excited today for you to be here. So grateful that you would take your time to be here. We recognize that especially in the morning and especially this month, it's kind of busy and there's plenty of things to be thinking about and doing. So thank you for taking the time to be here to create um, more of the spirit that's in this meeting today. It will be such a neat opportunity. I'm gonna let BJ tell you a little bit more about our presenter and welcome her and it's just been really neat to get to know her she's somebody that i've seen from a distance in my stake actually but never really had the opportunity to just say hi there and and i think i know you so it's been really wonderful to get to know her i'm really grateful for her service to my family because her husband serves our stake and has, we're not in the same mistake anymore, but it used to be. And I just know how much goes on behind the scenes in order for men to do what they do. So I'm really grateful for her help with that. I am Karen Broadhead. I am the director of Mothers You Know and the Parent Support Specialist for Life Changing Services. And I just want you to know how grateful I am to share a message of hope in the scripture, 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 7. Our theme for mothers who know is God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. And understanding that that scripture highlights exactly who 
our heavenly parents love and that they understand that mortality is going to create fear, but that's not the spirit that they gave us and that they believe in us and love us so much. And they invite us to come and be with them, stay with them, be near them and ask them for their help. And our motto in Mothers You Know is stay by the tree. And when we can know how to keep the spirit God gave us by owning the battlefield of our own mind, our thoughts, and our own heart, our feelings, we have the ability to stay more in the spirit God gave us so that we are more open to the spirit and able to stay by the tree and beckon to those that we love so much in an inspired way instead of because we're so afraid of what's going on. And so I'm just glad you're here. I hope that as you listen today, you'll be touched. I'm also um, super confident that that's going to happen. And so grateful for Shauna for coming. And I also hope that as you learn more about our resources today, that you'll come and participate with us. We are just really, our goal is to be available to connect women in a very neat place. And all of our resources are for every mom. So BJ, thanks for helping in our meeting. BJ's our awesome friend and assistant here. She has such a great spirit and we're so grateful for her, especially in this Stay by the Tree series. Okay, thanks so much. Oh gosh, mom, so so neat to be with you this morning and big thanks to Karen. I just love how she points people to just the true place of our hope and our peace and her friendship and her pointing over there to the Savior has been such a blessing to me personally in my life and grateful that she's just put her beautiful heart out there to love and care for so many people and appreciate that. This this is the Stay by the Tree Messages of Hope from Moms. We we decided to have just a, a series where we just invited real moms to come and just share little bits of their stories and things that they've learned. So, so grateful for a couple of beautiful neighbors of mine that said they would come with us so and be with us. So I so appreciate them. This webinar series is sponsored by Life Changing Services and Mothers Who Know and Life-changing services, if you're not familiar with them, they are just a team of Christ-centered therapists and professionals that just love to have gospel-centered healing and training available. And we just so appreciate lots of the different programs and things that they offer. So lifechangingservices.org is where you can go to find out about their programs. One of the programs that they have is a support arm, which is called Mothers Who Know, and that's who we are. And Mothers Who Know is just an online faith-filled gathering place for women who are thinking, I want to joyfully support my loved ones and myself, but I'm navigating lots of common challenges that people have. And so we love having this place where we can connect with each other, find support. And also we love just to say, hope all over everything. There's hope because there's hope in Christ. And that's what we love to share. There's a really neat training that is offered by mothers who know, and it's called mom power training. And it's a free eight week training that you can just 
listen to when it's convenient for you. It's a recorded one and it's a simple 30 second registration and that training will be emailed to you with all of the resources and great information there. And then you also can join us live on Tuesdays during the training to just learn a little bit more, share insights, have it just a discussion time. So Karen Broadhead, our parent support specialist, she's been doing this for over a decade, helped so many mothers. She is the one that um, put this training together and is there to help with the discussions. The next session actually starts January 4th. So you're just welcome to go to mompowertraining.org and register for that and join us for that, or just listen to that when it's convenient for you. Some really powerful principles, just it's a neat way to link arms with other like-minded women and elevate the way that you think. And then because you elevate the way you think, elevate the way that you feel and act also just helps you to reframe hard things that are a part of our lives and just love that. And it's always Christ-centered. Let's see. So the, another thing we like to tell people is what's, what is it about this name of this series? Stay by the tree. Where did that come from? Karen mentioned just a little bit about that, but in the um, scriptural account in the book of Mormon, the prophet Lehi shares a little bit about the tree of life vision and how he stands right by that tree. And even though I'm sure he would like to go and grab people and bring them to the tree he realizes that, that they get to come to the tree and that he has a special part to play in that as a parent to beckon and invite from that tree. And so we love to just have that be a big piece of what we want to do here is to stay close to the savior and have him use that beautiful, the beautiful fruits that he brings as we're parenting or spousing or neighboring and all that we do. So we love having that as our theme. Today's special message of hope from moms is my sweet dear friend, Shauna Carter, and she's going to be talking about increasing our peace, not our pain by trying on some new thoughts. I'm so excited to hear about this. I want to share just a little bit more about Shauna before I hand it over to her. Shauna was born and raised in Morgan, Utah. She and Mark have four daughters, and now they have one awesome son-in-law. Here's a picture of their family. And Shauna has just a special love for musical theater, and she writes and directs inspiring productions for youth. She really enjoys when she wants time to relax or do something relaxing and that she enjoys. She plays the piano or reads or walks or hikes, and she just loves spending time with her family. And they have this new addition to their family over the past couple of years, Tucker, who is their dog. And he really likes me. So Tucker's on my favorite list. So <laughs> we really like that Tucker. So Shauna is a cancer survivor. She, her life dramatically changed with the diagnosis of stage four breast cancer several years ago. And some of the difficult parts of cancer treatment, such as chemotherapy and radiation, hair loss have been a part of her journey. And just even today, now she has weekly treatments to kind of help to ward off that reoccurring. And so I just so appreciated her approach to life and her grit and her faith. People are drawn to Shauna because she really has this joyful depth to her and this half full approach to life. So I just, Shauna, I just sure appreciate you. Thanks for being my friend and thanks for um, letting me, you know, walk by you on this, this journey. So 
we're going to go ahead and just now we want to get right over to Shauna and let her have some time to, sh to share some thoughts she's been gathering. Shauna, we're going to hand it over to you and I love you. Thanks for being here. I'm sorry. Excuse me, PJ. Sure. I wanted to just kind of highlight for everybody so you can be thinking about it as Shauna is presenting. We are maybe going to get to a time to share or ask questions to Shauna. So if you'll just be noting your questions or your thoughts or how you relate to some of the things that she's sharing, we might get to a point where you have, where we'll ask you to share those things. So just be aware of that, that that's coming. Thanks so much, Karen. Appreciate that. Okay. Can you hear me everyone? Yeah. All right. I got the thumbs up from BJ. Okay. Well, BJ is a dear, dear friend. I love her to pieces. We do walk side by side in life and around the neighborhood every day. We, we give each other free therapy. <laughs> At least she gives that to me and I adore her. And I am happy to be here today and share with you some of my experiences and my, my thoughts. I just have a really strong sympathy and empathy for women and mothers that feel like they're feeling the heat and feeling like they're in the trenches. And a lot of us are there a lot of the time, actually. <laughs> and I just have a lot of empathy for that. And it's just an intense time that we live. I think sometimes we look at people's trials and sometimes they're, they may seem harder than ours. And we're like, Whoa, I shouldn't feel bad about my situation. Cause look at theirs. And I shouldn't feel sad or worried. Cause man, look at that. Or, or we say, or we're the victim and we say, Oh, I have such a hard life and everybody else has it. Or that person has it so easy. And both are unhealthy because hard is hard. And I have learned now that I'm an old person, all these wrinkles, I've learned that everybody gets their hard and everybody gets their messy and their everybody gets their sticky. Our piano teacher says the only fair thing about life is that it's unfair for everyone. So I, I, I kind of like those sayings. I'm about thoughts. So Anyway, if you're feeling the heat and the fire right now, I say, hang on, hang on. There are people in your corner. There's people that love you and just hang on. Hopefully today you'll lift me and I'll lift you and we'll ascend together. Over the last 10 years is when I've really, I don't know if it's just the stage of life, but over the last 10 years is when I've really felt this refiner's fire in my life. Not only through my health challenges, but through choices, my children, as they've gone into teenage years and now young adult years, the, their challenges, their decisions. Also, like BJ said, walking side by side, my sisters, my neighbors, my friends, I have been exposed and linked arms with women who are struggling with loved ones that have sex addictions and LGBTQ issues and loss and, and death and betrayal and all the really hard things in life. I'm getting a lot of sh shock things out of my system. So one, one aspect that has helped me is just these little one-liners or thoughts that I can chew on and think about and I can relax into my situation as I think about things maybe a little bit differently. It doesn't mean my circumstance or the truth hasn't changed. It's meaning my thoughts are changing and it helps me increase my peace. And like Karen said, bring the spirit into my life instead of running around with my hair on fire and my heart on fire to bring peace and less pain into my life. So I wanted to share with you today, just some of those thoughts and in the kind of mental health world or life coaching world, people call it thought work. And I, I really do like it. I don't really subscribe to exactly one way 
or one person's way in the mental health world. I like to chew on things they say. I like to read books. I like to listen to podcasts and I like to digest what I think is best for me or truth for me. Let me share with you this. Uh, let me share my screen with this model that I have liked. So we have this model. And again, I don't really want to sell anything that is the gospel truth. I'm just sharing with you this simple model that has helped me in my life. Okay. So the model is this, we have a circumstance, which is just a fact. It just is. You can prove it in a court of law. Everybody would agree upon. It's not an opinion. The fact is I'm giving a talk right now. The fact is it's December 7th, whatever thoughts or feelings. The next thing is our thoughts around that, which is the narrative we put in and put upon the, the circumstance. Then we have our, our feelings, which is one word. We may feel scared. We may feel worried. We may, may feel anger. We may feel betrayed, whatever feeling we now feel. And then we have our action, which is how we show up, what we're doing. And then we have the result is basically our overall experience of the situation. So, but the circumstances generally don't change. This time we have a hard time controlling people. That's what I've learned in life. The hard time controlling people, hard enough time controlling myself, right? <laughs> so can't control people. We can influence and we can love, but we cannot control. And it's part of the plan, I believe, but we can change how we think around those circumstances. That's kind of what I'm going to, so I'm going to just share some thoughts around thought work and just one minor thoughts that have helped me. There we go. So if you're in the trenches, like a year ago, I broke my femur and I was in a tremendous, tremendous amount of pain. And I, I, there was no cost that I would not do to get that rod in and get it fixed. So if you feel like you've emotionally broken your femur and you're in the hot and the fire right now. I feel that you are 100% worth it to participate in things. Maybe they're free. Maybe they cost money. It's worth it. You are worth it. If you stop thinking about it, just this mental health or emotional, and you think about it like it's, it's like a broken bone. Like you, I think we should all actually have life coaches and therapists and friends that we walk with that we can sound. I think that's just a part of natural, healthy living. I don't think that means you're sick. I continue to read books about self-help and listen to podcasts because it's like flossing. I want to keep my head in a good space, even if I don't feel like I'm having the worst day of my life type of thing. I just think it's super important. So I think you are hundred percent worth investing in yourself, even if it costs money, because sometimes our thoughts around a circumstance, we self-inflict pain and we self-inflict pain and we inflict pain upon others because we show up not our best self and we add drama to the fire. And it's sad to say, but because women are so powerful and their influence, we can easily add drama to the pot fire. And I'm speaking to the choir because I guarantee all of you know that that like, oh, yeah, we've walked into a situation as a mom and whoa, instead of making it better, I didn't show up my best self. And wow, we went from bad to worse really fast. OK, so as I try on these thoughts, I want you to just think about these thoughts, trying like you're trying on clothes that you want to buy for Christmas. And you say, does this fit? Does that feel right? And it will help your brain maybe. It's helped my brain relax a little bit into the situation. And so instead of in situations gripping on tighter and trying to control and force, I just relax more and which really tightening and gripping harder in a situation actually is counterproductive. It actually produces the result we're not wanting to produce. So if we can relax in things, like Karen said, feel the spirit more, it actually, we show up our better selves. We're better. 
The people around us are influenced for better. Okay, so President Nelson said, this is on thoughts. The joy we feel has little to do with the circumstances of our lives and everything to do with the focus of our lives. So in my mind, my interpretation is, this is my opinion, is the focus is our thoughts, what we're honing in on and thinking about. And so sometimes it's just helpful to just be curious about our thoughts and offer our brain new things. So let me give you an example. I had a friend, her son was getting married. She thought her son was too young. There were mental health issues involved. They weren't rich. They didn't have any money. And so the decision had been made. This was not the consulting process that they were engaged, going to get married. So with her thoughts of you're too young, this isn't going to work. There's mental health issues. How is she showing up to her son? Well, we all know what the action is going to be. We have disconnect. We have broken relationships because of thoughts instead of my son is getting married. Isn't this a natural, normal thing in life of a young man? It is. This is a normal, natural thing. And it's part of the journey. So anyway, instead of just trying on different thoughts, we're just stuck in a thought that isn't producing the result that we want. And then we wonder why we don't have these great relationships. Okay, here's another one. I went to dinner with my high school friends a few weeks back. And so there were four other ladies sitting around the table and two of the ladies had sons that were in their mid twenties that they both said were addicted to gaming because they both said as a fact, they gained 12 or more hours a day. And one mom, we will call her Tanya, so worried. Everything's gone wrong. What's my son going to do? He's going to be a loser. He'll never get married. He'll never blah, 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 whatever her dreams and thoughts of her son, instead of like dealing maybe with what his issues were, just everything's gone wrong. There's not a lot of hope for him. My other friend sitting across, and again, I haven't seen these people for a long time, right? So I'm kind of looking at this. My other friend will call her Jamie. She says, well, my son, yeah, he does game 12 hours a day, but he actually makes money doing it. And he's going to this college and they treat it like a sport. And he has this little scholarship. Isn't that crazy? Like she's all excited. And I was just sitting there dumbfounded that she could have that kind of thought work. Do I agree? Is my brain there in that kind of thought work? No, it is not. But I am amazed like we're having almost not identical, similar situations. Everybody's situation is unique. But just the way she's talking, talking about her son, I was like, wow, your thought work is amazing. Because so I'm thinking, how is this Jamie showing up for her son? She's having connection and showing up with love instead of adding fuel to fire. This is all bad. What are we going to do? How are you going to fix this? You know, adding, adding the drama. So it's all kind of in our thoughts. So our thought isn't to tell ourselves lies. It's to tell ourselves more believable thoughts that can bring us more peace and spirit. Okay, so here's some of the thoughts that have helped me. And I'm just going to kind of talk fast. You can take it or leave it, write them down, chew on them, spit them out, whatever. Okay, so my first one is what, not why. When I... So I was diagnosed with breast cancer and after I'd gone through chemotherapy and radiation and surgeries and all this treatment, within three months of being finished with that, I found lumps all over my neck and I knew my cancer had come back. We did test results. My husband and I were different locations. We went to my doctor's office. He did tell us it was stage four B cancer, not curable. We would manage it, but not curable. And I needed to go into additional treatment. Well, my thoughts around my first year of treatment for cancer were words that I won't want to say in public, like terrible. And I did not do well. I was super sick. I thought my quality of life was terrible. I couldn't go back into that. I said, I would rather die than do that again. I know that's what I thought. That was my thought. 
And so we drove separately home because we were in separate cars and I was just dumping on the Lord. I was venting. I'm like, why, why, why? This is so terrible. How could this happen? I can't do this. It's over, game over. I mean, just all the extreme thoughts that you can have that were very rotten real to me. And I, when I was saying, why, why? And then I was thinking all the things that I thought I had learned in the year before. I mean, like extreme. And I was like, why have I not learned it all? And this thought came to me. It wasn't an audible voice, but it was very calm and very clear. So when I asked, haven't I learned it all? The answer came, no, I have so much more to give you. And it stopped me. And I was I thought about it. I wish I could say I did a 180 from there. It took me weeks, about a month or so to even get into more th- um, treatment. But it made me think how I was so prideful and thinking I've learned this already or I don't deserve this. But of course, this would happen to me. This is a natural part of learning and experiencing. I'm not being picked on. This is just part of life. And the Lord wants to give us stuff. I did not like the package he was wrapping up for me in this. I have so much more to give you. I didn't like the package. Even today, if you were to put cancer and non-cancer on the table, and you could say, just choose one, Shauna. I would pick the no cancer and I would run away. That's really embarrassing to say, but I am learning lots. And I, I have hope that someday I'm going to look back and say, look at all that I learned, but it's still, it's still hard for me. But I can ask what, what can I learn now? If that, if he has so much more to give me, what more, what, what can I learn instead of this victimized why, why? And I actually have answered the why for me in my life. For me, it's because we, I accepted the plan. I chose to came to earth. That's why it's because of my plan to learn and grow and have experiences to change me and help become Christ-like. It is not to punish me. It is not because God's disowned me. It's just part of mortal experiences. And I'm not exempt from that. I can peaches. I can peaches because my grandma can peaches and my mom can peaches. And I just have this connection with my heritage of I can peaches. And so I do that with my girls. And for peaches, if you can, then they have to be in a hot bath for 25 minutes. I do not put them in for 50 minutes. I don't put them in for an hour and a half just to see if I can really get them. I just put them in for just what's needed to get the job done. And I feel like that's what the Lord does for us. I don't know why sometimes it's so shocking and scary. I don't know why it's so heartbreaking sometimes. I I, I don't know that answer. I, I feel like really, am I that prideful that it has to be this life or death or extreme? I But, but here we are at this time in this world in this intensity. I have learned that another phrase for me is no one is exempt. Like I just talked about that. It's part of our experience in life. No one is exempt from pain. And we need to accept that part of that is also that our children are going to struggle. And maybe they're going to struggle even in a more intense way that we even struggle in a way we can't even wrap our brain around. But this is, but of course, this is this time in this world. We know what's coming. Why are we so shocked that we are? I'm shocked too. Why are we so shocked that this would happen when we know that of what this this last days and this time is like but we are just not the exception because we are members of the church in fact we probably add more shame in our religion upon our children thinking that that's not normal when of course so here's another phrase of course our kids are going to turn to porn when they are sad or anxious or lonely or whatever there's a bazillion reasons because guess what porn is so available in our day of course they would 
Why would they think, why would we think even despite our teaching, even I've had tons of open conversations about pornography. Guess what? We're not an exception. Just is. I can be like, well, I taught them. And if I did A, B, I should get C. Well, maybe I'll get C down the road. But it's we're just not an exception. So we have to accept that our kids are going to struggle and just get over the shock value that we're members of the church. We may have great discussions with our kids and they're still going to struggle. We almost should expect it, to be honest, that, yep, I have my daughter. I'm kind of like, yep, I expect that someday she's going to come to me and we're going to have this conversation and we're going to keep talking. And so all I can do is like help have that relationship so it's going to be as comfortable as possible. I think you could ask any bishop or stake president. You can ask me at the end if you want a, a number, but they could tell you the percentages of young women and young men that would admit or say they struggle. Now there's a array of like what that struggle looks like. It's not complete addiction. It could be delving to, you know, there's a, there's the scale. There's a huge scale there because we live in this world, but there's the high percentage of people that struggle and you are, if that is part of your package right now, you are so not alone. We're just have too much shame and blame around it to talk about it openly. And part of it is protecting maybe our loved ones because we don't want people to judge them too, which is a whole nother issue. Okay. So here's a quote by elder Holland that says, how can we think it would be easy for us when it was never easy for him? And here's my thought around that Jesus, when he was in the garden, he, he suffered so greatly that he actually was shocked. I, that's my interpretation. That's my word. He was shocked about how hard it was. He was kind of surprised, I think, because he said, even though he signed up for this in the pre-mortal world, he was like, wow, if it be possible, Father, let this cup pass from me. If this is possible, like my cancer, I, I'd rather not. Thank you. But it wasn't possible. And so why are we shocked when it's painful or difficult for us? Don't be surprised if you're shocked. The Lord was shocked even with his package that he was to deal with. It is a little shocking. It's hard. And it's okay to say things are hard or shocking because even the Lord did. Okay, here's another thought. Everything is working for my good. Could this be a true thought for you that you could try on? Everything's working for my good. Nothing has gone eternally wrong. The heavens, the cosmos, the universe every vibe, God and his angels, my ancestors before are all on my side, all working for my good. And this is just the snippet of time. This is the part of life where it gets exciting. Think of it with the gospel lens perspective that, and the opposite, if that's not true, then the opposite is true, which is God sent me to fail. This is not possible. God doesn't love me, which is ridiculous. God loves his children, period. And that he's on our side. And maybe he allows us to fill the fills. Maybe that's part of our experience, but overall everything's working and it, what's happening right now is not determination of everything that's going to happen. Cause even now I can look back and see how my child's doing better or my health is doing better. But at the time, you know, it was nothing's working for my good, but so chew on that thought. Everything's working for my good. Okay. Here's another thought. What people say is a reflection of them and not of you. So let me give you an example. My daughter two weeks ago texted me in the middle of the day and said, somebody in my class just told me that my clothes are ugly. And I was like, okay, that's kind of, that's life. And I thought, didn't think any more about it. She came home. It's still on the top of her mind. 
she's just like, can you believe that happened today? And I had to think back what's happened today. Oh yeah. She sent that text. Okay. So because my thoughts are not the same thoughts as her thoughts, right? Her model is she's still thinking about that. And her thoughts are, well, then I am ugly and I don't have worth or whatever. And I said, well, what do you think of your clothes? And she's like, I like them. And I'm like, good for you. Like your clothes. That's important. Now, truthfully, do I necessarily would wear her style? Nope. Does my husband think her style is awesome? Not really, but that's our opinion. I said, we could pull a million people and half of them are going to think your clothes are so stylish and awesome. And half of them are going to think they're terrible and you're not going to please everybody. So you might as well wear something that you like. And because really when somebody says something mean, it's really a reflection of them and their character and their issues and their models of circumstances, thoughts, and feelings and actions really truthfully. It is good to say, hey, what's your thoughts? You know, if they're saying something, do I interrupt people? They said I interrupt people and maybe get some honest feedback and make change. Yes. But generally, oh, here's another one. A few years back, my daughter, when she was dating before she was married, she didn't marry this person. So she was liking this boy. And this boy's mom told my daughter that her sons would only marry girls that had been on a mission. So my daughter's thoughts, my thoughts are that's hogwash. That's not doctrine. That's my thoughts. But, but my daughter's thoughts are not that. Her thoughts are that must be true that and in order to marry somebody awesome, I've got to go on her mission. She carried this pressure for so many years and she wrestled with, she actually, it took years to get that thought out of her head and to make a decision about a mission for herself. And the funny thing is, is that is just a reflection of their, that other person's thoughts and experiences and their own self. And of course, now her sons have not married women that have gone on missions. And I'm sure she's having new thoughts and new experiences and growing too, right? So we can't hang on what other people's opinions because it really doesn't matter what they think about our choices. We have to be happy inside our own head with our choices and, and what people say. So really what people say, in my opinion, is a reflection of them and their issues more than it is really the gospel truth about our own heart. Okay. And to give people credit and be flexible with them, like I have bad days too, and I say things that I don't really mean to, and I hope people are, you know, and the reverse is true, right? Okay, so here's another thought. We're all 50% awesome, and we're all 50% hot mess. I could, you could like say, oh, her hair's done, whatever, and then I could show you around my house, and I'm like, you would be like, yeah, you're a hot mess, and I'd be like, yep, I'm 50% awesome and 50% hot mess. And then what we see in our kids is we're like, oh, anyway, Sometimes people just see the 50% good in their kids. That's great. Sometimes if bad things are happening, they only see the 50% terrible, but they're not. They're 50% terrible, hot mess. They're 50% awesome. We all are, all are. Anyway, I have a sister who her in-laws come and they comment on her unclean house. And I said, well, you can choose your thought around that because when I come to your house, I see, wow, look how you let your kids play and explore and you homeschool and you are just amazing and your kids are having so much fun outside and you're engaged and you don't live in this perfectly clean house and so stressed out that somebody's going to mess up. My thoughts are different. I'm like, my thoughts is you're an awesome mom and you're letting that person's words dominate how you're feeling when really that person themselves are 50% awesome, 50% hot mess. And you yourself are 50% awesome and 50% hot mess. This is just how we are. So don't hang on that. Okay. Here's another thought is to lean into your feelings. Feelings are just 
sensations or vibrations in your body. If you feel sad, you might feel like crying. You feel down, you'll note your posture, your heart rate. If you feel anger, you're like, wow, I feel my heart rate is pumping. I feel red in the face. I feel like I'm going to punch somebody. And I think we're mortal to feel all the feels. I think at the end of the, my life, I'm going to be like, I want to be like, you know, how we have a bucket list of things to do. I think maybe there's a bucket list of things to feel. And at the end of our life, we're going to be like, I felt all the feels. You know what? I, yep, felt sad. Yep. As a human, I felt sad. Did I feel angry? Oh yeah. I remember this time I totally felt angry. Did I feel nervous? Oh, at this time I felt nervous. Did I feel betrayed? Oh yeah. I felt that. I lived. I experienced that. And when you're feeling that emotion, call it what it is and just lean into it. It actually helps you relax to call it what it is and just say, oh, this is what. So uh, a few weeks ago, my husband and I had an interview with somebody an appointment. And I was so nervous. I mean, this is kind of makes me nervous, but I'm telling you, this is a whole other scale of nervous. And we're driving down and I could tell my husband was nervous because he is a really even keel, strong person. And he goes to lots of meetings and does big stuff that in front of people that he doesn't get nervous very much. And I could tell he was nervous. So I thought, I'm just going to lay it out there. I said, honey, I feel really nervous right now. As we're driving there, I said, I am nervous even saying that helped me. And I said, are you nervous? And he said, yeah, I am nervous. And I said, yeah. I said, when's the last time you felt this nervous? Because I'm trying to think the last time I felt this nervous. Maybe for some medical results is the last time. I was just like really nervous if a scam was like clean or not. But he tried to think back and just discussing it and saying, well, like, I'm like, I'm shaking. I'm, you know, I'm like, that's what nervous feels like. That's exciting. It's not going to change the interview. And so, you know, we did thought work and power poses and stuff to help us, but it's just a feeling. It's just nervous. It doesn't have to change our actions. It doesn't have to change our thoughts. It's just a feeling. Okay. Another one is to get curious about yourself because we do bring drama to the scene and we can self-inflict pain. So just get curious about your thoughts when you're thinking something. You could think, hmm, I wonder why I'm making this about me. I wonder why... I'm making this about my thoughts and my emotions instead of the other person's, how they feel, why they are struggling and why I'm doing that. I wonder why I care so much about what other things, other people think. I wonder why I'm so worried. I wonder why I don't trust my child. Like I'm talking about my adult children and myself right now, right? I wonder why I don't trust them to have their own experiences. I wonder why I don't trust God and his plan. I wonder what I'm really afraid of. Lots of times I feel it boils down to, I when other people make choices that I don't agree with, I don't really like myself inside my own head. It's really just my thoughts surrounding it, my own issues of my thoughts, really. I want them to be okay so I can be okay. When really, I need to have the thought work in process where I can be okay despite what's going around me. I think the prophets are awesome examples of that. They're so positive and happy, and they probably hear all the crap more than we ever hear and see, and they're still like, they're in a good place. They seem to be having a happy life. And so I think we can have both. Our bishop said the scripture. He talked about that Nephi in, in verse one of the Gomorrah says that he had many afflictions, but he was highly favored and knew the goodness. So we can. Yeah, I think it is possible, but I think we can get our power back and have better peace if we do try on some new thoughts. Okay, here's some more. What if nothing's gone wrong? What if they're just having what experiences they're supposed to have? What if I'm just having the experiences I've had and nothing eternally has gone wrong? 
And this is the part of life. Here's another phrase. This is the part. This is the part where it gets intense. This is the part when it's tricky. And this is the part when it's hot. Like, this is the part. Like, if you're packing to go, okay, let's say you're going on a trip, a vacation. I hate packing. It's like the part when I'm like, this is not worth it. I hate it. Because that's my thoughts. It's hard. And I don't have time for it. But I could be like, hey, this is the part where, hey, we dig in, we pack, and then we have the fun. This is just the part of it, of all the big fun package. This might be a little bit hard. That's another phrase. How about this phrase? I heard this one, and it helped my brain. There are no wayward kids. There's just kids having life experiences, just navigating life. Who's to say? Who are we to judge who's wayward and who's not when we don't even know the whole story? Are we not wayward? I don't walk perfectly on the straight. I'm always like, oh, shouldn't have said that. Oh, sorry. Apologies. Apologies here, apologies there. Oh yeah, here, I'm, I'm never this. I'm, I'm really this. And we wanna judge that if they're this, then they're wayward. Like, who are we to say what defines wayward? But we're like, oh, you have a wayward time. No, we just have kids having experiences in a normal world of 2021. This is the world we live in. It's crazy, it's intense. Here's another one. Another thought is about gratitude. And I don't know if I have a lot of time to talk about that, but the thought work around gratitude is just, I mean, that has been proven in the social sciences even. There's just so much awesomeness around gratitude. So whether you write it down or talk about it or whatever it is, I would just challenge you, there is a talk that I heard that I love. And so I would like to give a whole talk on this talk. It's by Elder Uchtdorf and it's called, write this down, Gratitude in Any Circumstance. And I like it because it has that circumstance. It's part of that model, right? And he follows it. You have circumstances, you have thoughts, creates feelings. And he talks about having gratitude and how, how to do that, the tools of how to have gratitude in any circumstance. And I that talk is awesome. So gratitude, without spending another 15 minutes of gratitude, go listen to that talk and put thought work around gratitude. It, it elevates your soul. It elevates your thoughts toward God. It elevates the spirit. Everything is elevated to where you want to be. Gratitude is a huge thought work in its own thing. Here's another one. Abundance versus scarcity. Here's a scripture. For the earth is full and there is enough to spare. Yea, I prepared all things and have given unto the children of men to be agents unto themselves. So there is enough to spare in this earth. There we have an abundance of time, of energy, of ability to solve problems, how to solve problems, resources to solve problems. There's abundance of that. And we can be agents and influences to good if we get our thoughts and ourselves in the right place. I don't think their model, I don't think it's like, I don't know how to say this. We want to say they're separate than me. I can't control them. They're, they're, it's their own issue. Well, really, we are interconnected. The way we show up does influence. I mean, ultimately, it's their choice and their agency. Yes, but we do influence people. And so I just feel like the, a lot of abundance, that the, there is enough to spare and that the scripture says, I've given to you to be agents. So you get to decide. You're not stuck. There's lots of options of resolutions for yourself. You are enough, you have enough, there are resources, ask people, you might have to get working, you might have to spend some money, if you're worth it, you, you have what you need to be an agent to solve yourself, your own problems, your own issues, to and then again be an influence and in how you want to show up. These are just like 
some of these things, maybe they're helpful to try on, to chew, chew on. I don't believe I though, you know, that model comes from the life coach school, Margaret Castillo, Jody Moore is a big one that follows that she's LDS. She has a great perspective, but even everything they say, it's not like I take for like the gospel truth as like, I I'm really like, I like to try on things like to chew on them and say, is that true? What would be the exceptions to that? I like that. So know that this model is just of, of your circumstances are neutral and to the thoughts. Let me give one more example of the model and I'll close here. Okay. So that might help. So we have the circumstance, right? Let's say the circumstance is December 25th. When we wake up on December 25th, we can prove it in a court of law that today is December 25th. It's just neutral, right? And then I have thoughts. Maybe my thoughts are, I have done all this work and nobody else has to provide this Christmas for everybody. And I do all this unpaid labor and all this thinking in the family and I am exhausted. And so that's my thoughts. What's my feelings? I might feel resentment. I might feel bitter. I might feel upset. I might feel tired. I might be just exhausted. And then what's my action? Well, I'm not happy and joyful and I'm not engaged and I'm not connecting with people because I'm just in my own head. I might even just take a nap and check out. Naps are still good. You're not completely checking out to take a nap, but you know what I'm saying? We check out instead of check in and connecting. And the result is what? That's the result. The line is result is that I hate Christmas. We had a bad Christmas instead of the thought being, and then maybe what I do, maybe in the thought is like, or maybe the circumstances December 25th. And so now I say, you know what, I'm going to delegate. I'm going to drop things. I'm going to do things so I can be in a good thought because my thought, what I want to think is I get to be with my family or I get to relax and not do what I do every single day. It can be simple thought. It doesn't have to be wowie. It doesn't have to be around the gifting delegate scratch out things, simplify whatever you need to do, make, and then, so you got to take some action and then have some thoughts around it. So you can show up in your thoughts and feelings is happy and joyful. And so your action is connecting with people. And, and then at the end, you're being like, I like Christmas. We had a great day. And maybe that's just because like, I've kind of worked through that with myself <laughs> a little bit, maybe not that extreme, but it's, it's true. So whatever it is, maybe it's, uh, you know, other things in your life, but that's just one that's come to my mind because of the Christmas season. So that was my one way you can look at the model or look at circumstances and how to just think different around it. So thanks for letting me be with you guys today. Mm, thank you, Shauna. So powerful. So grateful for everything you've shared. Wow. So good. Thank you. Welcome. All right, ladies, we're going to transition here. We have about, oh, seven-ish minutes or some comments and things, questions for Shauna, anything that you wanted to also relate to what she said on. Yeah, I'd just love to hear from you and you're, feel free to unmute yourself and just talk. But yeah, just know that you're welcome to talk. So yeah, who has, what's on your mind? What's on your heart after feeling, I'm going to say feeling, I'm feeling a lot because my thoughts about what you shared were just made me feel like, ah, so grateful. What did you notice? Yes. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes. Good morning. Good morning. <clears throat> so I just wanted to share how much I appreciated your story, Shauna. I also have a chronic disability and having health issues your whole life is really 
not fun. And I appreciated your perspective on so many different ways to, to look at things. And I do think that having health issues is probably, well, I shouldn't say, but it is one of the hardest refiners fire, I believe, because it is really hard to just keep pressing forward when life is so incredibly painful. And I could tell that. And also just a little quick side note, I'm also a musical theater director out here in Texas. Awesome. <laughs> we have a lot in common. Yep. But I really appreciate a lot of your, a lot of your, I want to go back and, and rewatch it and write it down because I, I just wanted to soak it in as you, as you spoke, but so many were like, I love that. Some of them were ones I've thought of that. And some one, some of them were ones I thought I, I really like the idea of, of changing the script. Very good. Awesome. Thank you. Welcome. Thank you for your comments. So good. Thanks. I just wanted to just share that I appreciate your thought of showing up with connection rather than drama, because I, I do try to show up, but I tend, I usually don't end up with drama, but I end up just like being there, but not sure how to approach it. So just the idea that I need to focus on the connection part is very helpful. I also appreciate um, your thought of that I haven't learned at all and that God has much more to teach me because in my personal life, my biggest struggle is the, the things that happen that aren't going to go away, like they're going to, to stay. Mm -hmm. I am also a, a breast cancer survivor. And I think for me, at least at that time, it's like I could focus on when it was going to end. And so I could keep a positive outlook by thinking it would end. But one of the most challenging things for me is trying to learn how to, to go through life and understand a son who has um, same-sex attraction and being able to have, you know, actions that help him to know I love him. And that's not going to go away. It's going to be something for the rest of my life. So I do appreciate just being reminded that that is most likely something Heavenly Father gave to me so I can continue to learn. Well, that's beautiful. I love that. I don't know if it's my turn to talk. <laughs> Thank you. That's, that's, that's just beautiful. I love that, that some of those ongoing things and a lot of that's our thought work. And sometimes those shocking situations help us break down our thought work around certain situations. I know my thought work around LGBTQ has just shattered in the last five years. I I'm still shattering. I'm still wrapping my brain. I don't have all the answers. I don't understand it. I don't even think I understand God's viewpoint around it all, but I know God loves his children. And I know that he will work it out for all of our goods. He is not punishing people and I don't understand all of it, but he, he loves his children and we should too. And we are asked to show up in different ways than our parents ever did and their thoughts and process it. And it is hard in our brains to do that and to apply it, how that looks like in your interactions and stuff is tricky. But I think a lot of thought work can be done around that to show up in love and be like, this is not my problem to solve. This is God's. And even if it is a problem, I don't even know. Honestly, that's my thought. That's a problem. Who says it's a problem? I, I honestly don't know. I mean, I mean, just when I think about that, I just start thinking curious. Why did I even say problem? That's my own paradigm. It's God's realm to deal with and not mine. And I, I'm so glad. 
I don't have to be the judge of that. I don't have to say what's right or wrong. I don't have to say what's okay or not. I get to just love. That's what I get to do. And we're terrible pretenders. Here's another thought. We think we can fake it, right? We think, well, really what I'm thinking is I'm so disappointed, but I just pretend and I show up at family parties or I show up and I act like I'm happy. Guess what? We're not that good of actors. That other friend from Texas, this musical theater, we're not. Nobody is that good of an actor. They see through us. People know how they, we feel about them because it's just obvious. We all have that sense about us that we can feel that. So the truth is we want to get in a place and not tell ourselves lies that whatever. We wanna tell ourselves believable thoughts that we can digest to help us show up as our best selves. That's what we want to do. That God gets to deal with that. I get to, how about that one? God gets to deal with that. That's God's. Mine is I get to love. Maybe even that thought. I don't know, stuff like that. Good, thank you. I think this will be our final comment. It's okay. I have five, about five more minutes if you oh, okay. want. Okay. We'll take okay. a couple more then. Go ahead. Okay. Dan. I know you're probably saying that for me, but I, I really have a few, unless you want to end. If you want to end, I'm good too. No, I want, I want you more than I want to end. Okay. <laughs> you guys can log off whatever you need to do. <laughs> okay. Go ahead. Shauna, I just wanted to thank you too. I just loved the, cause you know, it's so good. We've heard, I've heard a lot of these things before I've heard the model circumstances, all that, but I just feel like you did such a good job of showing examples in your life of all these thoughts that you had and all these ideas and how we can incorporate them into our thinking. And we can be curious and we can question and we can like, it was so helpful in all these little ways you shared all these thoughts. It just made me so excited to go back through my notes and just kind of do that thought work. I love how you said thought work and, and think about this thought or try on this thought. Like it was just really, really helpful because it is so simple, but it's so hard, but it's so powerful at the same time. Like if we just practice and we just start getting better at this, like it can change our because it, it is what we make it right. Our thoughts are what happen and what change our results. So I just really, really loved all the ways you shared and all these thoughts of how we can try these on and how they can apply in our life. So thank you. Thank you. It was so good. I love what you said about, again, about being curious, because sometimes if we're like, I could never believe that thought, right? Maybe some of the things I shared, or maybe something else that you hear or read, but even asking questions and being curious, even we want to, we want to like try on believable thoughts. We don't want to go extreme. We won't believe them. But we want to try on believable thoughts and so on. But even if they're not really believable, if we are curious and ask questions, that alone helps us relax into the situation. And relaxing in the situation is letting go of this and just helps us show up better because this creates the thing we don't want to happen. It really does. We add and it creates the product or the result we don't want to see happen. It's that's kind of a, a quandary, but it's real. So it just even being curious and asking questions just helps us relaxing and being with women that are in the trenches helps us relax into situations like I know look at these awesome people and and they're just bumping along trying to make life work too and I'm not a weirdo thinking I don't know how to deal with this so it's awesome I love it I love it yeah so good thanks yeah we'll take another comment anybody I just have a question. You mentioned a scripture, Shauna, and I didn't catch the references towards the end. Could you just maybe 
Oh, I probably didn't say the scripture. I just launched into it. Yes, yeah. like I do. It's DNC Doctrine and Covenants 104, verse 7. Awesome. Thank the you. The one about abundance. Yep. Yes. I I that's one that I don't I've just in the last probably six months I've been chewing on and thinking about abundance and scarcity. It's kind of a hot word in, you know, mental health, whatever, but I do like thinking about not showing up in scarcity mode. And instead of abundance mode, and I, I, it's helped me, it's helped me. Yeah. Let's take another comment. Yeah. I just so much appreciate this too. And I'm just grateful for the permission to not think about my kids as wayward kids. That is great. I'm grateful for that thought to just think of them as having a life experience and learning. And yeah, I just don't, I just love changing that thought. Thank you for all that you've said today. It's great. Thanks. You're welcome. Mm-hmm. Welcome. Yeah, it's it's true. And it's okay to feel the feelings. It's not bad. Feeling feelings is not a sin. You can feel angry. You can feel betrayed. You can feel sad, mad, glad, whatever. It that's that's not a sin to feel that way. There's not no sin. <laughs> feel the feelings. It's okay. But changing thoughts can help us work through the feelings to where we really want to feel. Because I don't really want to feel sad for a long time. But even when I was in pain with my leg, I was like, wow, this is what intense pain feels like. I, I mean, I felt like I was D-Day laying on the beach with a broken leg. Honestly, that's what I felt. And so I was just like, I got to think. And I was like, wow, this is what pain, real intense pain feels like. And I didn't even have that kind of pain with my deliveries of my four daughters. So it was kind of like, Hey, there we go. We felt the feel. So, so important. So powerful. Wow. You've given us such a gift today, Shauna. And the, the way that you've presented it has been so easy for us to get curious, easy for us to consider because you presented it on such a personal level about your experiences, giving us scenarios and circumstances and just your, uh, your awesome way to be relatable has been so helpful and made us not just get curious, but even increase in our desire to, to notice, hey, we're worth it. I could actually change my life if I learned more about how to care for my thoughts so that I could feel different about some things and maybe show up in a different way, acting better than I usually do and get a different result because wow, we can get marinated in the heart, can't we? So thank you so much. So Shauna, before we end, will you just share with us maybe your final message of hope and then we'll turn the time over to BJ to tell us what's going on next week. You guys are all more curious and showing up better just for like attending things like this. That's just awesome. It already shows that you are like strong, brave, women. You are, because you are even just here today showing that I can be curious about how I could do things better. I'm not stuck. I, because I can see that there's solutions out there for me. That's just awesome. It says a lot about who you are just logging in, even, especially those who have their videos on. I am like the non-video person if I'm not this person speaking. So those of you have your video on, like, that's just awesome. (laughs) Okay. I would just share too. I think thoughts are powerful. I didn't, I didn't go over this, but I wanted to share how thoughts are powerful because our brains like to find evidence and proof of what our thoughts are. 
So we can't necessarily always change our circumstances easily. We can through influence and love, but not instantaneously. So like, I can't change the date is December 25th. I can change my thoughts around it, right? I can't control my son or daughter, but I control like my thoughts around their behavior. But our thoughts are powerful because our brain then goes into finding evidence for why that's true. So if our thoughts are healthier, our brains will find evidence to prove why that thought is true. And if they're negative or not in a healthy place, they, your brain will still find evidence to prove. You could say, my thought is this was a great speaker today. And you're going to go through and find evidence why I was such a great speaker. You'd be like, that was a terrible speaker today. And you will go through and find all the reasons why I was terrible. Like that's just kind of how our brain works. Don't you see that happening even when you go to church and listen to somebody speak? Because it really has to do with our thoughts, not the person, right? So I hope that you can be curious and try on some new thoughts to find greater peace and greater hope and greater joy. Because I know that's what God wants us to have. As, and he also wants to have us these experiences. But anyway, thanks again for letting me be with you guys. Bless you. Thank you, Shauna. Such a... Awesome. So good. I'm so excited we have this resource. It's going to be so great to have this as one of our resources for women on our podcast channel. Thank you so much, BJ. Donna, love you. Thank you so much. What a, what a gift really of your time. I know you've got a few big things on your lap right now. And when I asked her, I just, she even said one time, I'm not sure if we can still be friends when we, <laughs> we met up, but I just, I know that more than caring about oh, this isn't convenient or that she cares about trying to stick close to her covenants and caring about people. And if she, anyway, speaking up and, and out is one of those ways to, to do that. And so just, I really appreciate you. Thanks so much for being here. I just want to let everyone know that these are available on our, our podcast channel. Lots of people like to be able to listen later. I already got a text during the meeting saying, I want to listen later. So you can just go to mothersuno.org to find out a lot about different resources that we have available, uh, free trainings and free support groups and books and podcasts and lots of different things that are available there. So mothersuno.org. And then I just wanted to share a quick thing about schedule coming up here next. We will next week. I actually get to share a message and last week, another good friend of mine, Jessica has shared a message. You can find that on the podcast channel, mothers who know, and you'll be able to find Shauna's there towards the end of the week here. And then next week, I'm going to share a message just called tips from the trenches. I just have had so many wonderful people that have um, shared things with me that I've just been gathering and writing down and, and heavenly father's help and personal inspiration. And hopefully a few things will be able to be helpful for all of us. You're welcome to just Register for that mom power training on mothers You can just go there and look under the support tab for that free training. Love to have you join us for that. And then that's just next year, next week's message that I'm going to share called tips from the trenches, finding hope in the middle of hard. And then this is just our, our next mom power series. So just want to thank you all for taking time for coming today. And we just love this. We, we love being together and it means a lot. If it was just two of us, it wouldn't be the same. So thanks for coming and, and linking arms with all of us. Take care, Miss Shauna. Thank you for being here with us. Yeah. Thanks. Shana. You're welcome. Goodbye. Love you all. Yeah. We love you. Thank you for being here. Love you ladies. See you next time. Mm -hmm.
Thank you for being with us today, Warrior Moms. I invite you to make a donation at the top of our website, mothersyouknow.org. Any amount you can afford today will help us keep Mothers Who Know services free for all moms. Thank you so much for your generosity. Moms, remember your divine identity and great worth. Continue in your courageous efforts to support God's great work. Notice the miracles you see every day, the evidence of the Savior's love and mercy. Find the message in your message. Reach out and share the principles you learn in Mothers Who Know with other mothers. You are God's secret weapon for good in this world. Finally, a few pieces of information for you. I recommend a few other podcast channels to listen to. Like Dragons Did They Fight podcast, that includes interviews and stories with those that have struggled and overcome something in their life. And the Eternal Warriors podcast, hosted by two YSAA young men who share their story, teach valuable lessons, and interview special guests. You can follow us on our social media pages on Facebook under mothersyouknow.lcs or search for Mothers You Know and on Instagram, username at mothers underscore who know. Last, if you would like additional support and training, please go to mompowertraining.com to sign up for the next eight-week mom power training class for all moms. You can also go to the Mothers Who Know website at mothersyouknow.org or our parent company, Life Changing Services, at lifechangingservices.org to learn more about our excellent services to support you and your loved ones. Thank you so much for listening today. Please feel free to email me anytime with questions or to set up a complimentary 30-minute appointment to visit. Please email me at mothersyouknow at lifechangingservices.org. Looking forward to hearing from you amazing moms. See you next time.